Hey, what's up, anime fans? This is another episode of the Rayshon Gatson Anime Podcast, or Orgaf for short. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Baruto manga with my boy Kevin from the Cultural Entertainment Podcast. We'll be discussing chapter 69 and 70, telling you the five things we like and two things we didn't, and maybe some predictions. And if that has you interested, sit back and enjoy the ride. Thank you, you know, I appreciate you know, having me on the show. Before we get started, I wanted to allow my guests the opportunity to introduce themselves, tell the audience where they can find you, and also your number one anime. All right, cool. All right, guys, you can find me on um, YouTube at Culture Entertainment, where I discuss anything with entertainment, anime, and sports-wise. So I really appreciate it if you guys check me out on YouTube. Okay. And Culture Entertainment with a K. What's your number one anime? Uh, my number one, it's either between uh, Cold Geass or Attack on Titan. Okay. Okay. I, I flip up every day. See, and then those two, those both are two good goaded anime. So it's, it's, I can't give you no slack for that. <laughs> but um, you, you say you also do sports. So what do you mean when you do sports? Do you just do like the highlights or certain sports or? So I'm going to talk about uh, basketball and football. Like for me, I'm a big Colts fan. So during the football season, I'll break down, you know, how the Colts did during their game. And also I'll break down each individual game, give my quick recap of how they did throughout the week. And also the NBA, when I talk about, it's hard because the NBA is so many, so many games. So I try to catch, you know, the key moments, like the Christmas day, the all-star break and the playoffs. Cause right now the regular season is more like a, is more like preseason in, in, in a sense. So, but that, besides that, I really talk about that during the playoffs. That's where, you know, it really matters the most. Okay. So do you, do you also do any of that fantasy stuff? Cause that's like only, only thing when it comes to football season, I'm very heavy on fantasy. Since I started the show up, I really haven't had time to focus on fantasy. I've been more focused on my notes and preparing myself, you know, for the Colts, you know, because I'm a diehard Colts fan. You can see my, my Colts coming back here. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't really have Who time. Who that signed by? Peyton Manning. Oh, that's a yes, nice sir. one right there. Yes, sir. That probably, that's moving with you to every house, ain't it? <laughs> yes, sir. But all right, then go ahead and back to our discussion. We were talking about Baruto chapter 69. I had a little um, summary of basically what happened. You have Ada has shown up to the battlefield. A model was basically shaking in fear. Delta tries to attack her, but basically learns she can't because her her ability basically makes it hard for her opponents to actually attack her. Shikamaru calls for backup but learns her ability basically allows her to control everyone in the room to a point where it's kind of like her territory now. Before they end up getting there, Naruto and Sasuke, he tells them to basically kind of stop because of her ability. He learns that she can basically affect people on an unconscious level, which he learns from a motto. This is basically after um, Eno is um, talking to them with her mind transfer ability so that Ida can't pick up on it because she also has an ability that allows her to see everything, which to me is it seems like I'm getting a little confused about their abilities between her and Damon, unless they can combine their abilities. Does that low key sound like that's what's happening? In a sense, but I think with, with Damien, it's more like he can reflect like like if you if you like have the mindset to kill him, he can reflect that back towards you. That that's my mindset when it comes to Damon's um Ability and then when it comes to Ada, I think it's more of a she can see what's going on with every everywhere in the current moment and everything that's happened between the past. I think before she was built, but like there was something like I think it happened in this chapter. Basically, when we go ahead and end this off, so then he there asked Ada basically to join the leaf 
that was basically what happened at the end of this chapter. But what I was gonna say is, you have this moment where she ba- where um Shukamaro tries to attack her with like shadow possession, but and then it, it hits her. But she then like says, well, since it didn't have no like a a, a threat to have hurting her, it, it that's why it worked. So I was like, are they abilities working combined with each other? Because then mm-hmm. if it does. That would make them really strong because that means Damon doesn't have to see you attack him because Ada can see it. You know what I mean? So that, I'm like, that's a monster combo right there. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead with the things we liked in this chapter. I'll let you go ahead first since you might guess. All right. So one thing I like, are we doing chapter 69 or 70 first right now? Oh, we're doing chapter 69. All right. So. One of my favorite things in uh, chapter 69 is um, the conversation between Baruto and Sasuke, where he's basically saying, hey, like, I understand what, you know, the, the big trouble that you had with going with um, Kawaki, you know, him basically blasting a giant hole in your chest. And, you know, then was all the resolve that, you know, he, basically Baruto wanted to die. That's one of my biggest, you know, I like about that conversation. And the second, the confirmation, how, you know, it's, you know, confirming that the headband is officially his. So we all go back to, you know, the first episode of Baruto. Everybody gets hyped. We know that, oh, that's Sasuke. He's probably going to be dead and all that stuff. And then the end of this conversation, he basically says, I'm going to show you my resolve. Basically foreshadowing something big is going to happen before the time skip, in my, in my opinion. That right there is one of my favorite moments. Uh, my favorite moment of that chapter 69, but yours. I will go off with just that a little bit. That conversation they had with uh, Sasuke and Baruto is I I did like that whole interaction between them. I even like when he was explaining how like if the village found out about this, they might not take this the right way because you know some people would think this way and this that way. And he was like, I'd rather be the person that's like the most hated in the village, which mm-hmm. I thought was surprised when he said that because I would be like, you damn you and Naruto basically <laughs> saved the world, but people still have that. But I guess because I mean, Sasuke was like a, p- a piece of shit before it, like he turned good again. He was fucking up a lot of people, but I just thought that was pretty cool. But um, the first thing I like, I love that Amato didn't have any knowledge that Ada was still alive. Thinking about like all the precautions he took with like his cyborgs and stuff. And it's just to me, like you don't have trackers. You don't know, like they're alive. <laughs> it's just, to, it's just so weird to me that he's just tore. Like he is horrified to see her like, God damn. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know uh, what your reaction is on that, but. It's funny because like, lately, you know, I'm going to, you see him as, you know, this calm, cool, you know, mysterious person. But like for the past few chapters, you're seeing like, him getting shooken and you never seen Amino, you know, break out of character. And he's like, holy shit, Ada's, you're alive? Like, how in the hell? Remember, he expected that Boro destroyed all the sideboys. You know, he remember he cut them to the side for, you know, for his own cult reason. But yeah, Amino, you know, breaking down has been, you know, making the chapters more, you know, evaluable with his character as well, too. Yeah, what I also think is one thing I do remember is that all these cyborgs were supposed to be the ones that got destroyed were supposed to be stronger than Jigen. That's what that's the yes. one thing I remember. So I wonder how true that is. But I don't know. Ada to Ada, in my opinion, hasn't shown any fear of code or anybody. So to me, she must be there. But going on to our second things, we like I am one of my second favorite is um Naruto having that conversation with Kawaki, basically saying, like, yo, dude, what the hell? Why did you guys decide to, you know, blow, you know, go to this lane to want to, you know, bar to kill him? And while, while he's, you know, at first, you know, we didn't get that F- epic, you know, no talk jutsu from Naruto. 
but fortunately it was stopped because you know of Ada, you know, invading the hidden league. So we didn't really get to see, you know, what Naruto truly wants to say. But then he did say that, you know, dude, you're still my family. You're part of this village. Don't ever think that, you know, I'm gonna show you away from you know what happened. But next time just talk to me before you decide to give Baruto a giant hole in his chest. Like right in front of me, because remember that took him right out of Sage mode. He wasn't able to do shit after that happened. <laughs> Which to me, it's like it's crazy, but not crazy because I think it's a little crazy from the instinct that I'm not. You've seen people die in front of you. I mean, you've seen Neji and all these people die in front of you. But I understand from the perspective that it's his son, so it's probably a whole nother type of level of grief. But. I liked that the conversation between him and um, Kawaki mainly for how it started when Kawaki was like, so you're going to condemn me? And then Naruto basically, in my mind, kind of took a whole new approach to this. It was kind of like, nah, I'm not going to condemn you. I'm basically going to talk about the situation and then basically tell you, you, you're part of this village. I don't want you to leave. And coming from the prospects of learning that he might be stronger than Naruto, he, they might need to keep him in the village, especially with these type of threats that's coming out on a regular basis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, a, a little side question, right? With Sumiti, she's always there with the big conversations going on. Like she's always, it's, it's some reason like her, her, you know, her being there with Naruto, you know, having a conversation with Kawaki and then she's there, you know, listening all. Remember, she's always there with Amado where, you know, he's his camera with his devious plans. And then, you know, we'll talk about it later on in the next chapter. She was there with, you know, Kawaki, you know, Sumiti's always there. I feel like something's big is going to happen to her later on because she knows too much. She she does know a lot because she even figured out um she's probably one of the few people that know that um Kawaki um stabbed Baruto or killed him for a, a moment of time. But she do know a lot of information. I mean, for the position she in, that type of information could be used for the right side or for the bad side. Cause it seemed like to me, it seemed like she's really there to spy on Amato, seem to basically see what he's doing and kind of report that to somebody. I don't know who she's reporting it to, but it seemed like <laughs> She's uh she's telling Kawaki like I think this was planned. I think he did this on purpose and all this shit. So it's to me it seemed like she's there actually like as a spy more than an aide because I thought she was supposed to be the assistant to the main guy, but I can't even think of his name because he he became irrelevant like, as soon as uh, <laughs> yeah I don't know how cave. <laughs> <laughs> But the second thing I liked is I liked that Delta was stopped midway without any real effort from Ada showing that she can be really dangerous even without like a huge chakra aura or anything like seeing mass chakra coming off of her, but basically showing that uh, we just seen the chapter before Delta pad cold pinned up against the wall. She tries to touch um, Ada and she just touched the bitch leg and she just like flying in midair. Like, <laughs> like she ain't doing nothing. Yeah, that, that right there, I, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was been epic, epic, you know, fight. I thought it was going to say Ada finally fight, you know, she's always that laid back show, right? You know what? I'm gonna tell you a little secret, or you're gonna fall in love with me. But when, when that kick happened, and she was like, uh, stop. Now, now you're falling under my power. You love me now. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> it really showed like why Shikamaru was afraid of like Naruto and Sasuke coming in that room. Because if he can get them to basically switch sides on Shikamaru, Shikamaru is done in that room. <laughs> There's no way he's gonna win that room. So I like it just man, you can't even stop her. You can't even get close to her. Like it's just crazy. And, and, and peeking back to that, it's like there was hyping up this cyborg that Amido had for so many chapters, you know, that was gonna be formidable to help out the hidden leaf. And then for her to be like a snap of a finger, you're pretty much out of this battle already. I'm like, come on, man. 
How were you when you found out it was Delta, though? Did you think that was a good surprise or do you think they should have had a different one? I was hoping for another cyber. Honestly, I was because like Delta was cool and everything, but I feel like her time was over and I wanted somebody new. Yeah, that was me, too, because when they brought her, out, I was kind of like, so I hope she got some upgrades. <laughs> What's she going to do with this situation? Because we've seen her get bodied by Naruto. So and yeah. these people stronger than that Naruto that bodied her. So maybe she there just for a few extra mo- minutes or seconds so some shit. But uh, moving on, I'll do the um for the third one. Then I go you. We just switch okay. like that. So the thing I liked is I like that Sasuke acknowledged that he couldn't kill Baruto and how easy biases can start in the village. Because I thought him actually explaining that, like, I couldn't do it when it actually happened. This was when they were all fighting Jigen and shit. And he had he basically had the opportunity to kill him after Momoshiki took over. But he didn't. So... I thought it really showed a lot into Sasuke's character because to me, I always seen him as kind of like the Donzo type of character. Like if he had to do it, he would do it. But I guess just showing kind of more from like Naruto's perspectives of like once you create these bonds with people, you, it's hard to just cut them off. You know what I mean? Like, but then I also think like if Sasuke killed Naruto's son, how would that relationship go? <laughs> and like, that that's that's always gonna be. A question mark. You know what I mean? I think Sasuke got played a little, a little softer once he had Sadora, even though he did, he he forgot her to- totally in the beginning of Baruto. But I feel like you know, as he progressed in the development relationship with uh, Sadora, he saw Baruto as his son as well too. Like we all knew, uh, Jiraiya couldn't kill Naruto when he you know transformed to the Four Tails. Like we all know that, and you know, Minito couldn't you know stop Obito. So like Sasuke, uh, Sasuke trying to stop Baruto. I don't think he 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 had it in him to do because he has so much love for him and to kill him in front of Naruto, uh, that right there could have ended the whole friendship right there. Like, and how do you explain this to Hinata and and their daughter? You know what I mean? Like, oh hey, my best friend killed killed her son because you know he transformed to a, a god. And then you got to still be in the village. You know, you know what I mean? Just all that score and people looking at you like. His brother killed the whole Chia clan. Now he didn't kill the Naruto sons. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, he, he wanted to start a war against uh, the Konoha village. And then for him to kill the Hokage son, my goodness, this man would have been definitely number one hated for the rest of his life. Then, then, then you don't want to push that hate onto your family. That's the main thing is you don't yeah. want people to talk to Sadara all type of ways. And now she want to get revenge for her family. And then we then made a new model of pain and all that. All one art. That's crazy. But what was your third? For me, it was um Shikamaru basically coming up with a, with a new plan for the village. When he found out like what was Ada's true motive, what she really wanted, which is a meet Kawaki. And he was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you something new. How about this? You come join a hidden leaf. I'll give you your boy toy. You just got to leave Cole behind. When that, when that cliffhanger happened, I'm like, let's go baby now we think like what is she gonna do now is she gonna leave Cole behind and you know actually you know and then she just wants Kawaki for her for herself you know what I mean she has you know she has that teenager um testosterone inside of her right now like <laughs> she just wants Kawaki and I, I feel like you know with that right there I feel like you know left a, a good cliffhanger for chapter 69 you know the um one thing I thought was kind of interesting about that because I've been trying to figure out what would be her like, why do she love Kawaki so much? And then I've been doing some research. I talked to some people. And then, like, the main reason a lot of people were giving me is because Kawaki was 
and Usushi. And basically, Usushi are basically one of the few people, and I think blood relatives, they said, are the few people that can't be affected by her ability. So I think she only liked Kawaki is because he's like one of the few people who actually can actually like her for who she is. Because I think they even said she can't control the ability. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's right there is some bullshit. And I can kind of see why she's mad at um a motto. We basically took away her ability to ever love anybody. For well, my number four, I like that Sasuke hinted, we kind of talked about a little bit earlier, hinted that he might have to find his resolve like Kawaki did. And it made me wonder is he might have to kill Naruto soon? Like, cause, cause when I was thinking about, it, I was thinking it from the perspective, like he see himself like having to take Kawaki's spot and having to kill Naruto, which I mean, <sighs> I can see some circumstances of how that might can play, but I don't know, man, especially since um, I've read chapter 70 and it's kind of like a whole new villain they fighting right now so it's kind of it's kind of crazy how did you feel about that man it's more foreshadowing like i, I just can't wait till we you know we get this what is sonically resolved is he gonna try to kill kaoki or you know barb's gonna try to intervene and then that just just goes you know all crazy or is it gonna be you know Remember, every time, if you notice with Baruto, every time Sasuke gets into a, a big battle, he tends to lose something. You know what I mean? He, last, you know, his big fight was he lost the Renegon. Is he going to lose a leg to the point where he's going to be a retired Shinobi, how Mike Guy is, where he's, you know, he, he can only be efficient as a Shinobi, where he just, he's Mike Guy in a wheelchair. That's that's one of my things. Or he's making a sacrifice, sacrifice himself. You know, obviously we'll talk about later on with, you know, Cole getting his new powers and everything. That That's why I feel like where we're going to head to that route. Either Sasuke's going to be a retired Shinobi or the death is coming. So I think somebody's about to pile up. And what I'm thinking about, because I can't really point this out, because does Sasuke only have one eye right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's getting real bad. And then it was crazy to me. It's like, you, you are, to me, I feel like out of Sasuke and Naruto, if one of them could become stronger, it would be, in my mind, Sasuke. And why? It's because you literally have Orochimaru out there who who literally studied all these like eyes, their abilities, and like this dude is your master, and he can give you sage mode, he can give you all this stuff. Like I feel like if he just probably went and talked to fucking Orochimaru, they could probably figure out something to get Mar- either Sasuke back to where he used to be, or at least stronger. Really, they need to start looking towards stronger. But I also have this theory. This is just a theory. I don't know if anybody said this. I do believe not. Um, what, what was this? The Jiraiya clone. I can't think of his name. I do believe uh, Kashi, he. Kashi Koji. Kashi Koji. I think him and Orochimaru are working together right now. And I do feel like Kashi Koji might come back into play in the next chapter because that's the only way I can kind of see someone saving what's back happened like you know what i mean because like that's the only person i could see who might save him just so he can have his conversation with him because he do owe him a conversation <laughs> but other than that i don't know i'll let you go ahead well we could before i move on back to your eye thing if sasuke wanted a new eye can he just see amino create him a new eye they the same way he did he made ada's ability with the eye and everything like Amado has the technology and understands that he can create new eyes. Then why wouldn't you use that to your advantage? See, that's the one thing I've been wondering. 
is a model making these abilities or what? Because if he's making these abilities, he's a fucking beast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because the shit that these cyborgs been like their abilities they've been having is crazy. Especially if um he can create you to have ability where you can basically make everybody in a room just not move. I had this um last person I had on. They thought the abilities that the Ida and um Damon have are they were taken away from the first two Ososhi that were there. Cause we got the um see like remember when Sasuke was looking around the um the little Asushki building and they they were showing the different groups of them and then it was yeah. like two that didn't show any they didn't show any of them and he was thinking that those abilities from them were given to them. Mm, that is definitely a, a good theory right there. And which I was like, which kind of made me think maybe so because when they said that it, it couldn't affect other uh, Osushki, I was like, okay. I can maybe, but you can go ahead. I was my fourth one. I'm going to go with Eno. A comeback from an OG Naruto character. She played a, a, a vital role with her conversation, but you know, yeah. Ada mentally, uh, Shikamaru and Naruto as well, too, and you know, Sasuke as well, too, you know, to alert them that Ada's there. Like, it felt good to, you know, see an OG, OG Naruto back. Remember, it's only been really Naruto, Sasuke, and Shikamaru. That's really about it. We haven't seen uh, Kunohamaru. And how many goddamn chapters? We haven't seen Rock Lee. We haven't seen Kakashi. We haven't seen none of the OGs in a very long time. To see, you know, have Eno as be a, a big role in this chapter as well, too. I think it was, you know, I definitely a, a good credit, you know, says finally somebody else. Yes. And it showed that you don't always have to be powerful. You can have an ability that can be useful for the situation. You know what I mean? Because she didn't have to be powerful in that situation to help out. All she had to do was have an ability that would allow her to talk to Shukamaro, everybody in that room without her, without either knowing. And she basically served that purpose. And which I do like you did. You kind of said Kano Hamaru. I am very the only thing I'm mad about Boruto for is what they've done to Kona Homero. If Kona Homero was Naruto's rival and should damn near in our minds become the next Hokage, why does he seem like the weakest joning we have ever seen? Like I've just never Oh my, it just makes me so mad every time I see him in a situation fighting people and he just gets destroyed. He's just sitting here like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, oh my God, I guess he stopped training with Naruto after a while because it seemed like anytime a situation gets big, the only thing he's pulling out is the Brasingan. I'm like, your dad, your 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 grandfather, all these other people had amazing abilities. They didn't fucking rely on the Rasengan. Like, come on. <laughs> I think we'd be able to finish off this first before this ends. All right. Well, this first chapter, at least. You want me to finish it off with number five? I can do number five. All right. Um, Starting with my number five, our last like. I liked how Naruto reacted to Kawaki after him killing Boruto. He didn't commend him. I liked just that whole conversation and how they interacted. That's that's basically my last one. For me, it was um, Amaro... Breaking character, we have seen him so calm, collecting. You know, when when Cole just gripped him up and threw him against the wall, and then put his claw inside of his shoulder, him screaming. I'm like, oh yeah, he oh turned to a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I'm he's seen like untouchable. You know, he had this mysterious thing, and like for him to get you know break down out of character and start screaming, like yo, Shigmar, help 
me, please. I need help. <laughs> it's one of those things where it, it's easy to not think about something until it's happening to you. You know what I mean? Like when it's like all these other shit happen all over the place, you're kind of like, oh, that won't affect us. But when it's in your face, you're like, oh, hold up. I'm not, I can't beat a man with a gun. Like, you know, how you're here, you'd be like, when somebody pull a gun on me, I will flip it out of their hands. But when somebody actually points it at you, you realize, I don't know, maybe I am a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that's basically how I felt like when I was watching a model because I got the same thing because to me a model seemed like one of those people who's like one step ahead you know what I mean it's like he always he knows what's happening because it's kind of playing how he wants it to play but him seeing cold and then Ida coming out he was not prepared for that shit <laughs> but going in straight into like the things that you didn't like I'll go ahead with number one the thing I didn't like was Team Seven sitting on the sideline. I I, I can't stand it. I, I, where is Sadara and Miski? Why are they? To me, it's like they. We keep hearing them talking about. Yes, we need to get stronger. Why we don't see them training? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on. Why are y'all listening to conversations? From the from the back alley when y'all could be actually trying to get stronger, like because and to me it's low key like the team is now just Baruto Okawaki because I don't understand why they did the whole let's go get Miski if Miski is just not gonna be in the plot anymore because that was my favorite character for a while and then now it's just I don't know what he can do. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you. That is one of my my number one for things I didn't like as well. Either the whole conversation with Miski and Sato, like, oh yeah, we need a training again. You guys like eight chapter ago had a training session with you, Kawaki, Baruto, and Miski. All of a sudden, you got to train again. I feel like the, they're being built up for the time schedule. To be honest with you, because right now we haven't seen them fight since Borrow. That's been almost two years, almost three, I believe. They yeah. have become so even that honestly, I even forgot about them. I'm not even gonna lie to you. That's how bad it's been. And the whole thing is like Sato, you know, being a, the female Hochia, like I thought it would have been she, after that, that um, Chidori, you know, against Baro. All right, that's it. Sato's going to be, you know, be up there with, you know, Baro to Akabuki. But she has fallen and fallen and fallen and fallen to the point like, we need to train. We need to train. And now they're saying that we need to train to be at the, the level of a Suski. I think this is it for them. I think we're, never, we're not going to see the rest of, of this first half of Baro. So I, we, I, I think we'll see him again in the second half where they're probably, you know, much stronger now. And then the one thing I've been kind of thinking about is like, who's going to be their trainers? Because all the big guys are dying. And then how do you train by somebody that's like weaker than the the big guys? Like, how do you train with Kakashi knowing Naruto and Sasuke can't be the main threat? I mean, you can learn a new ability, but is it going to be strong enough to win? You know what I mean? And the last thing I didn't like, I didn't like... See, this is going to be up in the air. I know it's going to cause a little bit, but I didn't like seeing Sugar Marl try to handle everything himself. And the only reason, main is because we know he's not physically powered to. I like. I know it'll be a cool moment to see like a smart brain. He has a plan and it just solves it. But it just, I don't know. It to me, it comes to a point where you can be smart. But your smartness can be overpowered. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if what your plan is to do isn't strong enough to handle what you're doing. Because, I mean, the whole plan of Shukamaro trying to get Cole to come out of Amato's neck is great. But what happens after he comes out, Ida comes out, and all this shit happened now? It's like, damn, I should have thought of something. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> but I do kind of like Shukamaro's whole, like, 
keep trying to move the checkers while you see what's happening in front of you. But I don't know. I just feel like we need we needed somebody else in this room. It's crazy. My second thing is I agree, I agree with everything you just said as well, too. Like Shigmar is literally handling everything by himself because I'm not gonna lie to when Ada and Cole popped up, I'm like, are they really going to pop off right here in this office? <laughs> in front of the like, this is going to cause so much damage and already, you know, like they're, you know, e- e- economics is hard, but we'll, we'll talk about that later on. But as you said, my one thing that was kind of bothering me a little bit when he was trying to attack Ada and he was like hesitant because, you know, her ability like, trying to fall in, like almost fall in love with her. I'm like, Shikamaru, you're like 45 years old. Ada's like <laughs> 16. Like it was a little cringy when I saw it. He's like fighting his urge not to fall in love with her. I'm like, uh, I really like that. I mean, they show you how strong the ability is, but it also show you like, is Shikamaru listening? Because what's his name was explaining that and then he's still trying to fight it. And he's basically like, you can fight it as much as you want, but you're just going to tire yourself out eventually. And then you have him talking to himself in the head like, God damn, her power is so fucking crazy. And I'm sitting here like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, once you pull Cole out of there, you thought Cole was just going to be easy to beat? I guess he felt Delta might been able to handle Cole by himself, but even to even to me, that seemed like a scratch. Unless you thought Delta was stronger than Naruto and Sasuke, which is very questionable to me. Oh, before we move on to chapter 70, did you have like a rate for that chapter? Chapter 69, I would probably give it a solid 7.5 out of 10. It was more that, but my favorite thing was like the dialogue between Sasuke and Baruto that really captivated that chapter for me. All right. Me personally, I gave it about an eight. I could it could have been some more action in there, but I felt like it was a fun chapter. It was one of those chapters where I just read one page and by the time I thought I was done with it. So I, it, <laughs> it really kept me immersed into the whole chapter. But going ahead, moving on to chapter 70 from the bottom of my heart. Here's the summary. We basically have Shikamaru is still trying to convince Ada to join the Leaf and betray Cole. She entertains the idea for a bit. Shikamaru is then inter- introduced to her ability to see anything that is happening in the world which allows her to know that Naruto and Sasuke have made it to their location, but we're not coming in because of her ability. She then noticed Kawaki is on his way and tells Cole that they need to retreat while retreating. They take a model with them. And then he basically tries to make a deal with them so that they don't kill him. But you know, it kind of seems like a one-sided deal if you finish the (laughs) chapter. So and also, at the end of this, we also get to see Cole without his limiters. Let's go. Which is we've been waiting for, for I'll say personally, ever since they killed Jigen. <laughs> I've been waiting for Kawagi to show his power. But I wanted him to show his power in the leaf. Because i just been wondering, like, what's the difference? Because they keep hyping him up to be stronger than Jigen. Like, he's a much bigger threat. So, like, I always thought, like, he was going to get his uh, limiters taken off and like the whole earth was going to start shaking like oh shit like you know what I mean like dude, we, <laughs> we got something about to happen but before we go into the things I um we like do you have anything you want to say before that or we get right into it all right okay going into the things we um we like you want to go ahead first yes my favorite thing in the entire chapter besides you no know, cold against limiters off is the conversation between Kyle and some meeting like I said before some meeting has been in every goddamn major conversation in the Baruto series. And when Kaguki finally wakes up, she's telling him, you know, hey, like, just didn't you know Baruto is still alive? And he just woke up, like, in shock, like, how the hell is this man still alive out there? I blasted him a giant hole in his chest. 
And that right there, you know, and some sweetie, you know, explaining the whole situation, you know, bars and everything. And he, he looks at his hand, and this is my favorite part. He looks, he's like, I got the car mark back again. And then he's talking to himself. He's like, you know what? I actually need this. Because without this, I'm nothing. And that's when he basically says, you know, he's content that he will keep the car mark. But at the same time, he's like, God damn it, Amado. Without my permission, dude, you put this goddamn car mark on my hand. Really? And then, so me, you know, again, being in the conversation, like, hey, just let me know. Amado has his own motive for you. And that right there just opens up a whirlwind of theories why Amado put that car mark back on Kawaki. Yeah. And which also, when you keep saying she was in like all the conversations and everything, which reminded me to the fact that her, she's the one that made it so that Naruto didn't kick the Kawaki out or kill him. Because remember, she was like, I see something in him that you just need to talk to him, Naruto. And this is when he was rampaging and escaped from the, um, the place they had him captured where um, after his fight with the, the claw or whatever they called five. Mm-hmm. But the thing I like, I like that Ida entertained the idea of joining the Leaf. And Cole was like, hell nah. What the <laughs> fuck? What are you doing? Like, it just showed me like, this bitch is something. <laughs> she gotta have some type of ability because this motherfucker like, hell nah. I can't, because I understand why he's kind of like that until after you get his um, limiters off because he can't do anything. Like, <laughs> like if she switches sides and says, Kawaki leave, I mean, Cole leave, he probably just going to leave. Like, that's the crazy thing about it. So I just thought that was really cool, especially seeing him kind of freak out. Like, bitch, you about, no, you're not about to change size on me. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Shut up before I kill you, Shikamaru. It's funny you said that because, you know, Cole, you know, he he took an L in that last previous fight and he's like, hey, you about, to, you about to leave? Like, I need you. Like, I can't do this by myself. Like, they're about to whoop my ass. Like, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and it, that, that was just so funny to me. And then I'm, I'm going to go ahead and start number two. I like that Shikamaru told Naruto about the Leafs budget before he, like, destroyed the door. <laughs> I just thought they, they threw that in there just for, like, some human purposes and everything. But I thought it was funny because if you think of Naruto's character, he is busting like walls and doors <laughs> like every time he's like coming into these places when there's like commotion. I'm not going to say like just do it like the Rikage, but like when there's commotions, he is destroying shit. And then you got to think about eventually people do have to pay for that shit. <laughs> like, so it's kind of funny to me. Yeah, because uh, we all know teenager Naruto. I mean, Naruto, he's busting through that door. He's shoot first questions later. <laughs> but now that he's older, he's like, let me sit back. Let me assess the situation before I even go in guns bl- gun blazing. And to test the situation, you know, how I say that the comedy is going on, it, it kind of goes on. Hey, the real world is effed up and the anime world's effed up as well, too. Ain't nobody safe in this, this economy right now. I feel it. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> All right. So for my second, it's when Shikamaru tries to hold off cough and hold off cold and Ada's like Delta attack Shikamaru. And then right before she leaves, Ada tells, hey, Delta, love you, sweetheart. That right there was, was, was a pretty funny situation right there. I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> come on, man. But to, to me, I, I, I like that right there because, you know, Shikamaru did hold them off. You know what I mean? He, he used their shout paralysis to hold off Cold and Ada. I'm like, okay, Nars about to bust that door. Here we go. But because, you know, Delta's in love with Ada, she interferes. So I, th- I thought right there was, was pretty cool. Yeah. But I think. In that moment, wasn't he trying to hold him, hold him off for Kawaki? Because I think right before that moment, he had learned that um, 
that the Ushuski could they weren't affected by her ability. So then yeah. he was like, um, Kawaki and Baruto could fight him. And that's when we kind of seen that a model might have a plan because he was out of the whole time being scared. He wasn't talking. He was like, Shukamaro, save me, save me. But when he came, thought of the idea that Shukamaro might be trying to hold out for them to, uh, for Kawaki and Baruto to come. He was like, no, don't do that. Let them leave. Let them retreat. This is the only time where he were basically was speaking his mind like, no, we need to let them go. So in my mind, he has a plan for them, too. He he just he, he, he could not let them die there. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but going ahead, moving on to my third thing. I like that Ada was able to break down Shokamaru's plan by saying that, oh, you're trying to keep them away from my ability? Oh, I see that. Just by just looking around, like, okay, I see what you're trying to do. Like, she didn't have to peek into hearing his conversation. She was just able to see certain things and was like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, she was like, you played yourself. I know what you're doing. It can stop right now. But that, that was sort of like, that sort of just proves that her power is low-key OP in, in a sense. And it makes me wonder if if she can see everything. Is it is that targeted? Because if you think about it, all that information she has to be processing at once should be enough to just finish her. But man, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next for me will be when Kawaki. You see Kawaki just after he finds out, you know that I'm gonna put this karma for his own motive. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna go question his ass now. And he shrinks himself and he just flies right through the vents. And I'm like, that was pretty badass. I forgot that he has Ishiki's power where he could shrink even himself. And without him breaking the door down, he was just able to come through the vents and everything. That right there was a pretty pretty badass moment. I got a question for you. Do you think Code has the same abilities? That is that's crazy because remember how after he died, he gave he gave him his will in a sense and and this is what I've been this, been trying to figure out because they get the, the, the mark from the same person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then Kawaki somehow has all his abilities. But I just don't feel like I feel like his abilities are going to become it's going to be part of his teleportation. Loki, I feel like it's either going to make that stronger or something like something is going to be added to that. But it also makes me wonder, like, are we going to just see Cold and Kawaki fighting with the same abilities? Like that, that right kind of epic. I mean, gotta, I guess we got to figure out who can go all the way down to microscopic type shit. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to number four. I like that they predicted that a model has a secret plan for Kawaki by telling him not to stall for time. Kind of what I was just talking about earlier. So, yeah, that was the one thing I did like. Yeah, like I said, yes, we see Amino breaking down shit in his pants in, in, in a sense, but we all know he's two sets of everybody. And this chapter just proves that. that all right, cool. We're going to let this happen, but don't worry. I got something up my sleeve. And don't forget, too, people tend to forget that Amuro's eyes, they have some special ability. I forgot where, where it was. I think when Ada first happened there, she said Amuro's eyes are truly deadly and you were yet to see that as well, too. Mm, that's interesting because I, I don't even remember that. I'll have to look back <laughs> at that. That, that means it would make sense that he would upgrade himself, too, like just in case he had to stop these people. But it seemed like they all have, like, Secret words or commands he can use to turn them off, but I guess either Damon don't because he didn't even try. Like, remember when um he was in that one place and Delta was about to fight him, and he just was like, No, you ain't bitch, and said something, and he just <laughs> fell on the ground. The rest of them, he's just man sh- shaking in his boots. <laughs> like, woo-hoo. oh, I also got a thing. Do they haven't referenced it or anything, but do you think Ada might be his daughter? 
I be, in a sense, I believe. Remember, he questioned. You know, he just said a few, a few chapters ago, a bunch of chapters ago, where he said that I lost someone dear to me, my daughter, and I feel like Ada is his daughter in you know some type of form. Hmm. I just they just didn't make any type of like connection or say anything that kind of let you know that's exactly what it is. But I've been wondering because I mean that could be why he was scared. Like God damn, like I didn't think I'd see you again. But <laughs> moving on to your number four, what you got for me is when. I'm going to go through the car marks. Ada and Cole go through the car marks. And you just see Damon just hovering over like, yo, what up, old man? It's been a while. <laughs> and you know, Damon is a savage. When he's not sleeping, he is a savage. And then when I saw that, I was like, oh, man, you're in for a hell of a ride. Because Damon, he's one of those, who is he really? Like, is he as strong as Cole is? Because we'll talk about that my, my number five later on. But I think Damon might be the OP guy in, in Baruto. Oh, you think he might be the big bad? Yeah. I think his ability is really nasty because I feel like if you would have pit Naruto and Sasuke, like say if they changed who went into the room, right? And you brought Damon and Damon was the one that came in the room. I feel like Damon would have almost the same amount of effect in that room because I don't know how fast it would take them to learn what his ability is. I mean, Shivamaro might be able to. If he was like the first one, but if Naruto or Sasuke are the first people in that room, I believe they'd be taken out because I feel like they will take them, try to use like a big Rasengan and try to hurt this motherfucker. And then it's going to hit them right back. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. I just, I think it's just going to depend on what I really think is going to be interesting is the fights we're going to see coming up when they break them off and they're going to try to fight their villains and see who's going to be fighting who. That's what I think that's going to be the most interesting thing that's going to be happening in a minute. Yes. Because we got people with such cr- crazy ability. You can't have this like to fight Ida. I'm trying to think of who would be a good person to even fight her. Like, <laughs> like well, Shivamaro would be, but you need somebody that can attack her without. I feel like Rock Lee. Rock Lee might be a good person. Mm. If you have him use, um, like drunken fists or something where he's not necessarily doing it with intent. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the only thing I could think of, but moving on to number five, I like the fact that Cole just took a model from the location, making you wonder why he didn't just do that from the start. Right. You know what I mean? Like, why did they wait to Kawaki's come to be like, Oh, let's just pull them through the claw marks when you could have did that when you first fucking jumped out or you didn't even have to <laughs> jump out. Why didn't you just grab a model from sugar Mom's neck? Cause we've seen you do that. Take people and drag them through the claw marks. <laughs> Why didn't you just do that? Like, I don't understand all this other stuff we did in this arc, but I think it also, which allowed sugar Mom's plan to work. Cause if Cole does what I just said, Shukumaro's plan breaks. He can't do anything. But mm-hmm. him coming out and all this other stuff allows Shukumaro's plan to work. So I give you that. Yeah. Like I said before, I think Shukumaro, he wanted all this to happen to get understanding who the hell is Code, who the hell is Ada, and then knowing that there's somebody else before um in the in the hideout as well, too. So Shukumaro wanted to get all this intel once you know they do do decide to invade Code's hideout, that they'll be more prepared than how they were before when he first invaded the hidden leaf. Yeah, and which that is smart because Shukumaro did know Cole was talking to somebody when they were fighting in the woods. So he did peek that there might he might have had a, um, allies and stuff. So I guess seeing seeing some of them and learning some of their abilities is is a good thing. But it's like 
damn cold. You could have made this so much faster. When you came back there, you should have been no limiters. Like, <laughs> like it should have been one of those pain moments. You floating above the village looking like, what the fuck? Gone. Almighty push type shit. But moving on to the things we didn't like. I'll let you go ahead and start it off. It's one of the things that you like. <laughs> when Shikamaru was like, Naruto, don't break the door down because of the I mean, the budget. I'm like, come on, man. Like, you guys have all this tech. You guys basically built a whole new city on top of the Hidden League. Let's be honest. I'm like, how are you guys this bad in the budget? Like, this has to be the worst economy since the first Okage, second Okage, third Okage. This right here has to be the worst. Like, what in the hell has gotten to this point where Naruto can't break a door down? <laughs> See, I, I feel you. I feel you on that. But I feel like the main... I don't know. It's hard. It's hard because I was going to argue that they probably have more money, but the destruction level is different, too, because I mean, like back then, like maybe a village getting destroyed was like one of the biggest things that might happen. Now that's like a small thing that can happen. You know what I mean? Like a village can get destroyed almost any day now. <laughs> like <laughs> and Now you're almost to like, OK, can we keep the whole world from not being destroyed? Like the whole the, the threat levels are going up and higher and higher. But also, I mean, I would say, like, I would think they, they're making more money, especially like all the technology revolutions. And But I guess technically we don't know who's paying for all that in the background. So we don't really know all that. But that's the only thing I'll say. And I feel like, I guess since they all rebuilt the leaf, it do, it do seem like everybody has a decent house now. It don't seem like nobody's living in the bullshit apartment anymore. But who knows? We only get to see Naruto, Sasuke. And Kawaki and Buruto fantasy. <laughs> so I mean, we only get one house to really look at. But if I had to say the things I didn't like, and I we kind of talked about this a little earlier. I don't know if it was in the last recording, but I didn't like that they kind of confirmed that Kawaki might be stronger than Naruto. And the only reason why I didn't, I don't like this is because I'm an OG Naruto fan. I've grown up with Naruto. I've seen his struggle to make it to the number one spot. And this this also showed me this too. Like you can do everything in the world to become number one, but you can turn your head just for a little bit and you're number two. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's so easy for it to change so quickly. But just them confirming that Naruto might not be the strongest in the village anymore kind of hurt hurt me. And also to me, it, if I was like a regular person in the village, once I heard that, I don't know if I can support Naruto being um Hokage anymore. Because, I mean, the type of bullshit that Naruto be making you have to go through is like, oh, I don't know, man. If you ain't the struggles in the village, I don't need you. <laughs> you need to keep it calm. <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, Alani, if I was a citizen in the Hidden Leaf and knowing that Baruto's not, I mean, Naruto's not the strongest, and then knowing that uh, Nishusuke invaded us, it's time for me to move out of there. It's <laughs> going through some ish. Year in and year out, it's getting tired to have to live there. Like, no, any minute you can get blown up after the pain um, incident. I probably would have moved out the head of Lee for good and go to somewhere that nobody even worries about that village. And you know what's fucked up about it is that Naruto probably gonna take the person that did the shit and act like they his son. He gonna befriend them <laughs> and it's gonna make sense. That's the shit that be making me bad. It'd be like, damn, like you ain't gonna be angry. like, all right, that's the shit that'll piss me off. Let's not forget. Orochimaru destroyed the Hidden Leaf. He's not an ally. Sasuke became a road, a road um, shinobi. He's back in the village. Like all these villains are becoming good, and I'm like, if I'm hearing that, uh, I'm going to have to move out of there. I'm like, you know, it seemed like they plan some shit to do after all. But you know, 
Lona's Naruto is the scroll. It's, it's like no one can really do anything. And that's always been my mindset. Like, how are you committing crimes in the leaf if you know Naruto might show up? <laughs> like, like, that's some bullshit. It's like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and sell these pity bags. And then you turn around, Naruto there. What do you do? What do you be like, oh, mm. <laughs> you want a bitty bag? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, moving on to the second thing I did like is I didn't like the password. It's not, I know this is a stupid thing, but I thought it would be something <laughs> better. I just thought it was stupid. But overall, I thought it was a good chapter. But his password, I can't remember what it was. I didn't write it down. Uh, there is no dress code. Yeah. Uh, I, I just thought that would be I thought that was so stupid but you know it's not it's, it's not I mean I feel like anime always do that like it's always like it'd be like a code and it'd be the most randomest thing in the world but I, I just wish it was something different for me personally I I, th- I wish it would have been like uh there's no dress rosa just pay homage to one piece just because you know it matches you know what's going on with them and I, I felt like that would have been cool right there as well to say hey there's no dress rosa I don't know that's, that's I would like that better that would have been funny one piece, little one piece thing right there. Yeah. Oh, I respect that. And even show you got your little wall on um, one piece curtain back there in the background. Yes, sir. Here. Before we end, like the things that didn't like or the things we did like, was there anything we didn't discuss that you want to talk about? Yes. Let's talk about code now. Now that his numbers off, do you feel like now that is he the Ichiki, Ichiki level of, you know, villain now? Because remember, when Koga introduced, he got his ass whooped from base Baru to Momoshiki. Mm-hmm. The, only thing, the only thing he really got, he beat up Kawaki because Kawaki didn't realize he had his um, karma. And once Kawaki got his karma, he realized he had it. Yeah. Kawaki was, was whooping his ass left and right. And then when Baruto <laughs> lost conscious and Momoshiki popped up, he was whooping his ass too. So now that Cole, you know, has been taking these L after L after L, do you feel like Cole is now getting these W's now? Oh, I feel like Cole better be getting these W's and he better be getting them alone. I don't want to <laughs> see him grouping to fight nobody. This should be cold time. And I wonder if he's about to go straight back, which he might not. He might do some other planning shit in the background. I like, I don't even know what it, what it is for him to plan, because I think his plan is to kill Naruto, Baruto, Kawaki, and now Shikamaru's added onto the list, because when he left, he was like, I'm adding you to the list. Which if I was Shikamaru, I would have been like, I would have been pissed as hell. Like, you know, I'm only doing what I need to do. You, <laughs> fuck y'all. <laughs> I knew fucking following Naruto would be some shit. But I feel like what's about to happen is what needs to happen, what should have been have happened, is now we're about to get more to all the villages acting on this now. I feel like we're going to have to because what is Naruto and Sasuke supposed to do? Like, <laughs> like they literally got destroyed by the... The one that's weaker, like you know what I mean? And they and what one thing I will say is that they did not show if Naruto and Sasuke could beat Code in his original form. They did not show that, yes. which I think they cannot. And the reason why I say I don't think they cannot is because you literally had Kawaki and um, Baruto basically have to transform into like their Osuchi levels to basically to beat him. So I don't know. I mean, I guess you can say Sage Mode was a up, a, like a, a upgrade or something. I just don't think it's going to be able to beat him, and especially since we don't really know all the other abilities Code has. And that's what the really scary thing is. Because, I mean, he might have the ability like to teleport your attacks. Like I'm trying to think what else they can give him on top of the teleportation that can make it make him OP as fuck. You know what I mean? 
Because I mean, brute, um, Kawaki has what can shrink shit and then pull something out, of, pull stuff out of a different dimension. What do you think, man? So I, I, I want to, you know, give my prediction for chapter seventy-one. I, you know, we say that Kawaki has the ability that is Ishiki has. So that does that mean I'm I'm guessing that he has the ability to, to teleport elsewhere as well too? Because remember how he fought Kajikoji, then he teleported to the Hidden Leaf. So my guessing is that Kawaki like, yo, I wanna. And I want to see why I'm going to put these damn guys in karma back on me. So Baruto, let's go. We're going to the hideout. And I feel like, well, you know, maybe they might find a karma hidden around the hidden leaf that maybe, you know, remember, Sumiti has been around Amado so much that maybe he figured out a way how to, you know, open the karma, maybe possibility. So that Naruto and Sasuke can hop in the karma as well, too, because I don't think Kaoki's going to bring um, Naruto with him. Remember, he wants to protect them at all costs. So he's not going to bring Naruto with him because he knows that he can possibly die over here too. So I feel like maybe Sumit is going to find a way to, you know, manipulate the car marks to where they can um, go through it to get to that hideout. I mean, that's true. I'll give you that. But necessarily, they don't have to use the car marks because remember, which I think is weird. I mean, I guess if you use him, what's his name as a teleportation? But they should still have space and ninjutsu, I'm thinking. So if they can like track Kawaki or Amato's chakra or something, they should be able to find them pretty quickly. But that's an interesting take. You think they're gonna um you're gonna have Kawa uh Kawaki and Baruto about to go to their hideout to fight? Yes. That that's that's a really interesting take, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Only reason why I don't think that's gonna happen is because for that to happen, you gotta you gotta somehow get them to get past Naruto and Sasuke. Because they're not going to allow that just to happen like that. But I mean, they are at the screen when they be like, bro, get your hands off me. You got to get your hands off of me. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, I don't know. I feel like yours could happen, but I don't know if it's going to happen. See, that's a hard one. That's a hard one, man. The next chapter, Baruto to me, I'll be honest, I feel like Baruto has been very interesting in these last few chapters. It's to the point where you're like, I don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Because the way chapter 70 ended is like, Code's going for the killing the killing blow against Amado. And see, in my mind, I keep thinking, when I say Koji Koji, I think he's going to appear for some reason and kind of um, save um, Amado. Because that's like, literally like the only person I can think that would go out to save him, but also have a, a motive to go in to find a, motive, a motto. That's the only person I can really think of. But the thing about that is, could Koji get, I feel like he could get him. He could, like, if he like did like the, the um, summoning things where something just come out of nowhere and eats a motto and then teleports. Yeah, he could do that. But I don't know if he can jump in there and fight him. Because if he do that, I'm going to be like, what the fuck did Koji do? <laughs> like, what was he doing the whole time? Because if he can fight Cole at, or even Spur, it's going to be like, damn, he took that time and was like, yeah, I'm going to train just in case I got some gig it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't see Kanji Cody pop up again against ass like he did against Ishiki. I was like, I don't want to see him go back-to-back L's. Because now we got to see what Cole limiters, who he really is now. And, and for him to body, you know, Kanji Cody right away, I'm like, God damn it. Almost three years, man. I've seen you. You get bodies that already. <laughs> so I, I think that'd be interesting to see Koji Kaji come back, or or I guess we could see if um Amato has some type of eye ability, or if he's able to like, because even trying to control Ida and them at this point, her ability shouldn't work on Code anymore. So I want to see how their dynamic change or how that's gonna work, because he probably ain't gonna be taking as much shit from her no more. Yeah, the one thing we did forget though too is that. 
remember when you know the cold, you know, the limiters got off a of cold, and he's like, "Oh, I can never lose again." And you see Damien face like he had that sinister look, like, "Oh my God, don't forget who I am." Like I feel that that right there, it would show me that Damien is not scared of cold, even if the limiters off. Like he know that he's possibly stronger than him. Yeah, one thing we like we heard uh, um, limits on Ada's ability. We haven't heard limits on Winston's name ability. So I mean, it could be a point where I mean. They'd be like, bro, you, you, you getting too far. You know what I mean? Or he can't direct his attention. See, this is where I think their abilities might be linked because he might not can attack neither one of them because he might try to attack Ada and then Damon's ability work because she can still see it. Because that's the only way I think some of their stuff is like how it like works. I don't know. Because we really haven't really seen none of them fight. And that's the most interesting about these characters, which Naruto does really well, is they show you these characters and they make you want to see them fight. Like, even like with Madara, like how they just hype Madara up for like a thousand chapters. Like, you know what I mean? Before we actually see Madara actually do something. And it's just making you like sit back like, I can't wait. I can't wait to see these people fight. I can't wait to see how bad the Leafs don't get destroyed because we already seen how bad the Leafs gets destroyed. And I can't wait to see what's about to happen. But there is a time skip. We do know that. And we do know Naruto within some point is about to be something is going to happen to him because he's not going to be there at the end. So I got, one, I got one more thing personally, right? This might all be right. very controversial. So hopefully we don't get cooked in the comment sessions. All right? We might. Have you been watching the anime since the, they caught up with uh, the manga? I haven't. What's been going on? I've been telling myself to go back, but I just, when I looked it up and it was like um, anime only filler or it's like anime only canon or something, I was like, oh, never mind. But to me, what's happening in the manga is more interesting. So, yeah, I, I haven't really watched since um, they defeated Ishiki. <laughs> so, you just like me. We're just sitting back, like, you know, this. I don't know what's going on. What y'all doing right now is bullshit. <laughs> I don't care. Y'all just doing bitches. Until I, I read that they're back on the manga, I'm not going back. But then it makes me think, like, since the manga comes out every fucking month, it's going to be a long time because they got to build up enough material before they come back. Because I remember when that whole um, Naruto and Karma, Karma dying, and we found out about that, like, the whole year before. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, when this going to be animated? It took the longest of time. But I, I I, will say, I waiting for the animation of that event was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. With that, I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to talk about, but I was about to go ahead and might end the show. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Yeah, that was it. All right, then. I, with that, I want to go ahead and end today's episode. I want to thank you guys for listening. And taking the time out to listen to this podcast, basically. Also, I want to tell you guys, if you can take the time to like and share wherever you listen to podcasts and help get our numbers up and everything for you. But also, I want to give you another moment to introduce yourself and plug yourself. I, um, definitely. My name is Kevin. I greatly appreciate, you know, you, you know, having me on the show. And also, you can follow me on YouTube at Culture Entertainment. All right. Then I have all his stuff linked below. So. If you guys want to reach out to him and listen to his stuff, you can go ahead, guys. Go ahead. All right, then. I want to go ahead and close today's episode. Bye. Peace.
Hmm.